Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2, sequel September, that's what we do, I wish we didn't, babies, they're babies, geniuses, I guess, they can There's a lot of babies and they also genius, doodly-doo, they genius quite a lot, they're babies, they genius on occasion and they are Sometimes on the weekend they enjoy geniusing, also... There's uh, two of these movies. Yay. That's uh, some inexplicably reason. Hello and welcome to the Catastrophe section. My name is Aaron and with me as always is... Cameron, hello. This is a podcast about bad movies and we just finished watching Super Babies. Baby Geniuses 2. One of the worst movies of all time. Uh, <laughs> it literally yep. has a... It has, what, a two on IMDb? It's It's... Like number thirteen, oh it is number, number three, three on, the bottom, on the bottom rated. Yeah, number three on the bottom rated of all time on IMDb. Uh, the only ones above it are the Kirk Cameron movie Saving Christmas and uh, Codename Koz. I don't know what that top one is, but I will. I now have. I don't know. Anyway, um, why don't you tell the audience why we're doing the second one instead of the first one? Well, this is uh, this is part of sequel September. Sequel September is a catastrophe section tradition where we watch movies where we have not seen the original. And by that, I mean we watch the sequel. Sequel to movies where we haven't seen the original. Preferably. For example, last last time's episode was Smurfs 2. We have not seen the Smurfs. Uh, two years ago, I think. Wow, two years. Uh, we did uh, Basket Case 3. Yes. Yes, I think that was the first sequel September, wasn't it? Yep, sure was. Yeah, what was the other one we did that month? I don't remember. Okay, cool. <laughs> Perfect. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, that was a while ago. Um, Jason X? I I don't think we did. No, that. we didn't do that. It we was a, it was a no. It was uh, Nightmare. Nightmare Two. Oh Elm no, Street. that was that was last year. Oh, the, uh, last year, right? Yeah, anyway, that's doesn't matter. <laughs> so. I, I'm going to just jump right in and say I am uncomfortable with the amount that these babies want to fuck. Why? Don't babies fuck? <laughs> what do you mean, why? They're babies. Why do they, why do they like, want to have fuck? I mean, if they... They're chill. They're babies. I mean... It's not like they're having sex with adults. They're going to have sex with other babies. One of them. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. One of them wanted to. Oh, wait, no. I, I'm thinking uh, Kahuna, who is like the secret agent man. Uh, yep. Top yeah, baby. He, he winks he's at like babies. He's like a toddler, and he's like the same age as John Voight's character, but a yep, toddler forever. science or some shit. Yeah, because magic green ooze that his scientist father yep. made. Oh, as always, the 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 magical liquids. Um, Why not just so call essentially? It, oh, because chemical X. All right, thanks. Done. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so essentially, this movie starts with like, there's a bunch of babies in a daycare, and then the, the parents are like, I I think they're talking, not just babbling, and they're just they're like, communicating, mm, they honey. Yeah. And the guy's like, I don't have time for this. I have to do husband work. <laughs> and then he does. He, he leaves to go and do some husband work. Oh, yeah. And that's we, what he we does. will cover that when we get to that. But 
throughout this entire movie, for some reason, the necessity of baby heroes is justified by saying, quote, the children of the world. Yeah. Like, like they always use the film, the children of the world will be protected because baby agents. Um, because adult superheroes, if they existed, wouldn't care about children. Right. And like the intelligence apparatus of like the regular government with adults and everything. Yeah. Doesn't No, they're too busy stopping adult problems because adult problems don't involve children being murder kidnapped or whatever. (laughs) Oh yeah. Also, why is John Voight collecting orphans in East Germany in 1962? Um, I don't know. (laughs) I, that's a great question. That think, is also a fantastic sentence. John Voigt collecting orphans in East Germany. Yeah, you know, one like my, what happened? My favorite, one of my, my, probably in my top two scenes is when he's just having a, a toast with one of his uh, under officers and he's got oh, like yeah. a glass of wine and he's like, cheers to collecting orphans. And then he takes a zip and throws the glass behind him and you hear it break. Like for yep. no reason, like toast, throw. That's how you do it. That's how you toast. So, Just, just for no reason. <laughs> Yeah, so basically it starts as one of the babies. Uh, somehow these babies are very worldly, and they talk through computering their mouths to make words, kind of. Yeah. It, well, so it's, it's like those... really creepy looking. Also, they don't act like children. They act like adults. Anytime a baby acts like an adult, everyone's like, oh, it's adorable. Like, no, it's creepy. It's fucking like when creepy. They, like when they overhear secret industrial espionage secrets <laughs> try to steal a yep. car take a cd while yep. going to the children's museum yeah. or other such spy shenanigans. i love that i love that when when he's over <laughs> when the bad guys enter the room when he's he's dropping on accident they're like that baby overheard everything and it's like okay. i don't <laughs> and they're we like reality okay we need to reality <laughs> check this movie so yes why is everybody not freaking the fuck out that babies are just, oh, well, it's so normal that you're talking at an adult level of vocabulary and well, sentence they, fluency. Well, they explain that in a way with, like, the baby talk is a more advanced language that you forget when you're older. So that's why, I guess. But what they don't establish is, like, the older sister can hear baby talk. Okay, she's a little older, but... Then John Voigt can sort of hear it, and then he says, I don't understand what you're saying, but I can read your mind. But I know what baby. you're thinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so who can speak baby talk, and how do the adults know when anyone besides Kahuna is actually talking from the they four don't. babies that are not? They, they don't. I don't think they ever are like, hello, child. You know, I, I don't think they... There's the moms like they're communicating, but there's nothing that comes of that later. So it's just a general suspicion Uh, of only that one character. Yes. Oh, okay. Also, you got to love what in the first two minutes of um, a kid's movie when a baby will say, oh, you're full of fart. You're full of. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So basically it opens with the with the, the the babies. 
telling the legend of Kahuna, which is an immortal baby that never ages and is also a superhero who goes and he stops 60s East German kidnapping John Voigt. Um, and he gets all the, the childs out. And also he hits on one of the ladies there, which is terrifying when you yeah. learn that he's in that scene. He's 40 or 50. Like he's yeah old as fuck. And you're just being like, hey, six-year-old. Like, <laughs> you can't. No. It like. In the scene, you're just like, oh, it's a baby and he wants to fuck. That's weird, I guess. Uh, but then when you learn out, oh, no, he's actually 70 in the modern time. He, I think they actually, they, they say he's like 78 or something. And so back then he was like 50 or, well, that's not good year math. He's like 40 or something, 35, so, some bullshit, doesn't matter. He's a ridiculous age. When he winks at a six-year-old being like, ooh, want to fuck you, uh, blink, blink. And by blink, I mean wink. It's a half blink. Anyway. Yeah, but he is yeah, also so not Yeah, so that's fucking puberty. creepy. So yeah. hormonally and also penilely, talk about Well, dogs. maybe he did. Maybe he has an erect baby dick. I mean, they do call some of them baby arms. Yeah. Well, like, you don't know. Maybe it just stopped the rest of his body. Or maybe he's just, you know, really into foot fetish stuff. Yeah, sure, whatever. And also, after he saves those those babies from John Voigt in the 60s in East Germany, which is still just fucking nuts, um, it goes back and back to the the present time. And then they're just like, oh, it's story time. And then the brainy baby is just like, I totally want to fuck the lady that reads to us. And it's just like, that's... That's unacceptable. These babies, they want they want to bang. They sure do. And it's very, it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to talk about in the flashback scene before we go through okay, that. Yeah. How much yeah, yeah. I love the ADR of this movie, particularly. Oh my god, John Voight's movie is nothing but ADR. Okay. So uh Kahuna, who apparently is a one man killing machine yep. um, confronts John Voight and he's like, I'm taking the orphans with me, bad guy, Kane, yep. Biscayne, you, who turns out to be my brother later for some reason. Yeah, and he's like, some bullshit. you will not take me down. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to drink this stuff. And then after he does, he's like, oh no, it's over. And then he drives through like all of the German guards and everything. And then he hits John Boy with his car and he says, Oh no, his vehicle has damaged my leg. Yep. Yeah, the vehicle has damaged my leg. Oh, <laughs> this will be a character trait in the future where I will have a limp and talk about my leg a lot. Oh, darn. <laughs> that was fucking amazing. And throughout the entire movie, a lo most of his ADR is just, uh, oh no, it's over. Watch out for that. Oh golly, this is the worst <laughs> development yet. Yep. Oh, don't forget that scene when he drinks, he has a bottle of like green liquid, like spinach that he drinks and becomes super strong. The first time he does it in the flashback, um, 
he like pulls his sleeve out and like he gets like all musclies and I immediately wrote in my notes the serum it's a serum to make sexy babies like <laughs> yeah cuz yeah. like why would a baby just be like mm, muscles like I get it if it gives you superpowers or something like that but it wouldn't spontaneously create muscle growth like that fuck it whatever I d- especially that realistic looking of uh muscles oh yeah the cgi is so great <laughs> oh man <laughs> okay so um there oh oh i wrote down i wrote down a lot of dialogue from this because it's oh, like good. Uh, it's like citizen kane <laughs> Oh, it's that good? Yeah. Oh, I love the part. So Scott Baio's, as we've established, the dad, and uh, who Vanessa Angel, I think, is the name of the um, actress who plays the wife. Um, Yeah. And they basically just info dump everything about the movie. So she says to Scott Baio, she says, quote, allowing a saddle, oh, um, allowing network access to this daycare facility and allowing them to utilize our kids as marketing subject is against everything we stand for. (laughs) Yep. And then he says, it's about marketing (laughs) because also he doesn't say, you know, you have a point. We shouldn't let that media company set up in our random daycare in who knows a fuck California or wherever this takes place. Yeah. Also, okay. So I get that that's his decoy plan, but his plan is to subliminally take over babies' minds mm-hmm. in in this program with a Grinch-looking Muggles the Frog. And did you get that? Like I wait. Oh, the frog? You mean the best children's show in the world? Yes. Oh my god, the kids show that they they create for this is the worst in the best way. I would watch it. I would so watch it. It's just a fucking weird misshapen frog costume and some guy that just jumps around going, like that's literally it. And it doesn't change locations. Sometimes there's kids sitting around. Usually there's not. And it's just the same backdrop and this fucking forever trapped man in a frog costume screaming his way out. Well, you know, in Inside the Actor's Studio, they actually interviewed the director. And he said that Muggles the Frog is supposed to be the audience surrogate for watching this movie. <laughs> I just want everyone to feel trapped. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It worked. Did you catch the Mike Tyson domestic violence joke? Oh my God. Why do these children know what that is? It's 2004. Calm down, Mrs. Tyson. Presumably these are maybe three-year-olds, maybe four, something like that. They were not alive for that. Calm down, Miss Tyson. Don't bite my ear off, why don't you? Like, what the fuck? Joking about that. (laughs) And you're a child. You wouldn't even know about it. Or understand it enough to put it in a humorous context, even if you are a genius. 
Oh, man. Also, fuck Mike Tyson. Yeah, sure. Oh, so uh, do you know those progressive insurance ads where it's like, there's a baby and it's talking about insurance? No. no. And, well, there's there those annoying baby commercials for insurance and there's like a mm-hmm. baby, but they're like CGIing the mouth moving. And then right. it's like, I got insurance. Now you have insurance. Yay. It's cheap. Right. Like it, this is like a feature length version of that, but only with four babies instead of just one. And John Voight. Oh, and, and John Voight. <laughs> and Scott Bale. Staring into the John Voight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. also this movie has the subtlety of a mallet to like Bugs Bunny's head because um, older sister, I don't bother with her name, is going to ask a uh, stupid McJock guy, to like the homecoming <laughs> yeah. dance, and we know this because she's, because holding, she's holding the tickets, tickets behind her back. Yep. While they're having a conversation about it, <laughs> and and the and the guys just like, oh man, it's super cool about your big brain. And she's just like, what? Well, I was gonna ask you to tutor me, but I'm glad you're asking me. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Okay, so for some reason, this media company, much like when Apple and iTunes launched, they went to a daycare <laughs> to launch their yeah. their product. Yeah. And uh, they also used a World Wide Web search, you know, the official search engine for oh, all your man, baby genius needs. Great. I love that the, what sort of website was that where it's just got... Uh, John Voight's face, and it's just literally him with horns going, money, 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 money. 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 And it just said whatever character's name, and it's just like, corporate criminal? And then it's, that's it. Like That Wait, was okay. the website. If it's corporate criminal question mark, and you're putting horns and saying money, 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 I'm pretty sure we know where you stand. Yeah, pretty obvious. No, not, no ambiguity in that message. <laughs> Also, if he yeah. was Jewish, that'd be super anti-Semitic. <laughs> Putting horns on him and going money, money, money. Well, yeah. Um, so they steal a CD that has things on it. It has nefarious intent, is what I wrote. It it has the encoded the sh- the, the the frog show with the propaganda on it or subliminal some bullshit. Yeah, that. So on it. W- is Kahuna's hideout underneath the daycare? No. Where is it? It's, uh, far away. Oh. oh okay. I don't <laughs> because, know. Because I think one of the most baffling things in the movie is that they have this plot with holograms, which comes into play later... What were the they, fuck was that? Where they pose as a police officer saying that rather than going to the children's museum, their babysitter, the older sister of one of them, put them accidentally, on a, put them accidentally on a greyhound on a bus. One-way, a one-way greyhound. Yes, a one-way greyhound and that they San are far Francisco, away. And that the police department would pay for their hotel room and nannies. Yeah, how about social services? That's what you'd really do. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. 
Not to mention, he's a hologram. The, the police officer's a hologram. And he picks up a baby. Oh, no. Yeah. And also, he's, he's dressed like a hologram. He's dressed like a uniformed police officer, too. He looks more like a constable from the 19th century. Yeah. He's not a captain, <laughs> if that's his rank. He would not be dressed like a beat cop. Not at all. Although in LAPD, you know, they're all beat cops. Get it? Because police brutality. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> excessive force is so funny. Oh, yeah, and I also wrote down how has Kahuna not aged, but Biscayne has. They sort of answer that later. I wrote down they go for the most obvious jokes ever. Like when Kahuna shows up to stop the CD, uh, the people who are mad that the CD got taken from their 8-track collection, he was like, why don't you pick on someone your own size? And I'm like, get it, because he's smaller than they are. Get it? (laughs) Also... This is the final film by director Bob Clark, who died in a motorcycle accident in 2007. And my only regret is that it was not soon enough to prevent him from making this movie. (laughs) I mean, Bob Clark made some decent stuff a long time ago, to be fair. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, daycare is a thing. Also, what's up with the production design of that underground layer is that like a oh what Kahuna's quote playhouse yeah what is that like it just it's has a just thing so to turn... artistically vomit like it's from like 12 different people why are there balls in the water it looks like there's trash bags down there too there's a carousel that turns you into your quote true self um there, there's there's a bunch of other bullshit that's apparently gadgets that helps him save the world or some fucking garbage trash and oh, another thing bad. that I don't get is he tells them as a joke, like this is for a laugh. He says, holograms make great watchdogs and you don't have to feed them. So yep. presumably people laugh. And then there's literally a hologram of like a lion and they're like, oh my, no, it's a bear. And they're like, oh my God, it's a bear. Ah, it's gonna like they're still me. afraid. Mm. Like, they, they wrote that ADR despite knowing that he's going to be like, all right, holograms, all those hologram-looking things, it's cool. They're not yeah, real. Yeah, don't worry about them. They're not going to fuck murder you. <laughs> they aren't like that real motorcycle that Bob Clark's going to be riding in a few years. <laughs> yep, great. Um, God damn, dude. Oh, also, there's the, 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 the action scenes, if you want to attempt to call them that are the slowest and the worst and it's like three stooges directed uh almost like three stooges level hey. like oh, you put hit him in the eyes there's and some then- artistic value to the three stooges though they're going for slapstick this is oh yes, god how do we have this toddler like sh- little person stand in <laughs> fight yep. these bigger people not to mention not to mention the music choice during fight scenes is baffling. It might as well be. but it, It's not even that good. <laughs> they had some like 2000s like swing music during a fight. And it's just like this doesn't just no, it doesn't make sense to have this here. But fucking all right, go for it. 
like, baby, you shut my butt up. And it's just like punching the balls. Oh, which, by the way, um, when someone gets kicked in the balls, the baby's just like kicked right in the forbidden zone. Like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, your testicles are your forbidden zone, Cameron. I hope you know that now. I do, now that you've told me that. Thank you. Yeah, before you were just like, anyone want to put a hand on my dong? And I'm like, nope. I know why now. It's my forbidden yeah. zone. It's forbidden. But speaking of uh, soundtrack stuff, they did have the standard fare of... Yes. <laughs> yes, they did have the standard the, early aughts tuba. Yep. <laughs> Two before was definitely Two a contributing force. producer on the score. I mean, it's no Santa with muscles. It's no Santa's it with muscles level of great. But it's music, really but like that was you know the Salieri. It's pretty of, great. Yeah, everything borrow like everything sounds like a different version or alteration of that scale. Yeah. Like, how else do you denote mischief for children? Yep. Or Tim Allen. Oh, Tim Allen. Oh, like, you know, he's usually being wacky in family comedying. Well, I mean, that's true. The set. Like, when he's not when he's not challenging a guy who takes his parking spots to a fight in front of his daughter. Yep. Because that's how you teach your daughter. Uh, good things, or time traveling back in time with Martin Short in ice makeup. Oh my God! Battle it out for the Santa Claus mantle. Yep. What happened to my career? Wait, it almost sounded like you were going for like a dubstep remix, like. Yeah. I mean, I'd, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be great, but uh, no. (laughs) I cannot stand. I cannot fucking stand how they made the babies talk. It looks like the, it's a fucking abortion of special effects (laughs) no we wish that it had been oh my god it's the worst basically they just sat a child in front of a camera and then they just whipped an intern to make its mouth move in the computer that's and and he did not take enough time which is fine fuck this movie it's not worth it but it just it's just it's fucking creepy to watch their mouths attempt to move Ugh, it's the worst. And I hate it. It definitely looks like someone had a night, had had to do like a Photoshop assignment the night before mm-hmm. and kind of slapped it together like, what can I do that will be really funny? Well, I can do an old woman swearing, a fat guy falling down, or I can yep. do a baby that's talking. Those are the three C's of comedy. All treasure troves that are waiting to be mined for further comedy gold. Nobody's touched this. It's untrod ground. 
fat guy falling down on an old woman on an old woman while talking to a baby. <laughs> oh no! And there it made a fart noise. And... <laughs> yeah, he slipped on a banana peel. Whoop! 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 And he fell. And then out. a pie fell on his face, and he got all messy and had to wash his face a little. <laughs> when he couldn't see, he stepped on a rake, and it knocked him in. It the hit head. him in the face, and then it made the Tweety Bird sounds when he spun his head around. And then a hummingbird went up his taint and decided to cut off his testicles with a surgical razor. And then a bear came out of the woods and fucked him. <laughs> Just just escalation. <laughs> this is the most erotic fan fiction I've heard all day. It's it's it's, it's the Tim Allen fan fiction in the family comedy universe. <laughs> and the bear talks to him and just makes jokes about He's like will too you much ice cream <laughs> all right. pooping. I wanna do an incest fantasy. You wanna be my brother, bear? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. Um, ooh. I ate Cherry Garcia. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Doolittle, too. <laughs> I like Dr. Doolittle children or Dr. Doolittle too many children. <laughs> <laughs> Angels in your end zone. That's a good one. Men in black assholes. Men in black assholes. Yep, that's... <laughs> oh, it's good. Or the Will Smith uh, HBO crossover of Wild Wild West World. <laughs> Wild Wild West World. Yep, great. Where all the, the the robot spider also has a personality and turns against humanity or some bullshit. I don't remember that show. <laughs> and then a bear fucks him. And the bear runs out of the woods and fucks him. <laughs> now I just just now I just want I want. I want to write that and read it and on the show and just write in in family comedy universe porn fan fiction <laughs> like of like do one for the Santa Claus where a yeti comes out and says it's just not my day while just like fisting him or something I don't know whatever <laughs> and Santa Claus is just like I could use some hot cocoa while it's just like ass deep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> better get some marshmallow cream on this cocoa. Oh, or uh, in what? Oh God, what is the, the Brendan Fraser one with the animals? Uh, furry vengeance. Yeah, in furry vengeance, and he's just the, the I don't know the skunk squirts musk on him or whatever, and then he just starts P you. Yeah, P.U., and then he just starts masturbating. Like, <laughs> yep. Whatever. That would be the weirdest subgenre of fan fiction of family comedy movies. I think we would get a lot of sight traffic, though. Uh, maybe. I mean, we can... We can provide the fulfillment of some rule for rule 34, like... I doubt anyone's been like, we need to see Brendan Fraser getting fucked by a raccoon because he was in that movie. Like, I doubt, <laughs> I doubt that's been made. We would maybe. be pioneers. I, 
I could be. Yeah, we'd be we'd be fuck pioneers. Yep. <laughs> the aura gone up your butthole trail. That was a stretch. Get it? <laughs> aura gone up your butthole trail. And then I said, "That's a stretch because of the fuck." <laughs> How good Lock, of a joke it was. <laughs> Lock, stock, and cockhole canyon. <laughs> Lock, stock, and two coming penises. <laughs> it's the laziest name. Snatch. Done. D- done. <laughs> Revolve her. <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. Sherlock Enema. Sherlock Holes. Or just Shia LaBeouf in Holes. Shy, Shercock. Shercock. Okay. Holes. I don't, fuck it. I guess literally on accident, but yes. King Arthur, he fucks. <laughs> King Arthur, but this time he fucks. <laughs> but this time he fucks. I mean, that's basically what uh, what movies are doing now. God, I miss Guy Ritchie doing coherent movies. <laughs> Yeah, you should watch I the man. S- you should watch the man from Uncle. I think you'd like that one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that one's actually fun. I, I mean, he did the King Arthur, and I haven't seen it, and I don't want to, but maybe I will. Well, you should watch the Man from Uncle to cleanse your palate if you do watch King Arthur. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, because he made that one right before, and it it's spy. It's Excuse me, it's uh, flashy, it's stylish, you know, basic Guy Ritchie stuff. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's get back to uh, Super Babies, Baby Geniuses, Too Many. Um, yep. Uh, Baby so, Geniuses, this felt way more, way longer than an hour and a half. Yes. Yes, and it was only, it's only like 80 minutes long. It's 88, 88. minutes. It's 88 minutes, yep. and it felt like two hours, if not more. It sure did. It felt uh, longer. So it felt longer than I. I, I went and saw uh, Kingsman Two. It felt longer than that movie, and that movie was two and a half. How was Kingsman? It was a sequel. In the most sequely way. So it wasn't as good. Or no, no, not at all. That's sad. It's, I really love it's Matthew still Bond. like I wouldn't go see it in the theater, but watch it when it comes out for El Cheapo. If you want to red box it, El or something, Cheapo, it's, it's fine. Yeah, like go red box it when it comes from out from the cartel that. that brought you El Chapo. El Chapo, we bring El you El Cheapo. My weed is a bit cheaper, so you can buy more of it. It's not as good. We're like the Costco of marijuana. Um. Say, you I'm, sound a bit I'm like Doug Batman. of Doug's Drug Emporium. Welcome to my Drug Emporium. Yeah, uh, I'd like uh, five orders. Yeah. Oh. That's it. Okay, do you just want a mixed bag then? As long as there's five orders of them, yeah. Okay, I'll just give you the nice big old party pack. Come on down to Dragon Emporium and get your party pack. Oh no, look over there. The Riddler's taking some of your inventory. <laughs> that's that's the Riddler. He goes, ah. 
Riddler, I'm the penguin and we gotta get out of here. I hope we don't slip on any Laffy Taffy that might have been laid out by awaiting Batman. Ah, Riddle. I'm Batman and I've arrived. Throw guns. (laughs) Gun? Wait, since when do you use guns? I throw them at you. Wait, why don't you just use batarangs? You used those before. Because they're not as heavy. Oh, yeah, well, uh, hover on umbrella away. Whoa, shh. Well, I was, uh, let me just explain the gun thing again. Hold on, come back. Uh, uh, hold on, I'm almost out of the warehouse. Goodbye. Send me a oh, voice gra- Grappling hook, drag. <laughs> I'm still grappling with the hook, but I'm going to drop to the ground. <laughs> run, 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 well, run, Are run. you like Robin, uh, Robin Williams when he was acting? Because he was grappling with Hook. Get it? Because he's in that movie. Well, I think... Good joke. You should laugh. I will not laugh. I'm the (laughs) penguin. Okay. But the reason I had the guns is because I was just robbing a guy in the alley, and I shot him a couple times, so I was out. Otherwise, I would have just shot you in the chest. Wait, why are you robbing people? Are you poor? Because I... No, uh, I mean, yes, I'm super poor, but I was robbing people because I needed to call out my sidekick, Robin. Get it? (laughs) It's a good joke. I think Cricket Man stayed home today. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I call him. I'm like, hey, I need to, sorry about this. I need your wallet. Um, cause then I get my sidekick. Say, you live with Robin, don't you? Are you two, um, a thing? No, we're two separate people. No, I mean, are you romantically involved? Well, I'm Batman. I I know. Oh, good. Anyway... Uh, ow, distract. Look, Riddler's still over there and hasn't moved since we started talking. Ah, Riddles. Riddler, why don't you, I don't know, do a bad plot? Ah, I think he's stuck. Oh, he must be stuck on replay. Oh, you shot him, never mind. Ah, use my bullet. Riddler. (laughs) Use my bullet, use my bulletproof umbrella to shield me. Okay, well, I'm going to leave now. You guys have fun robbing. I don't really care anymore. Goodbye. I'm off to play chess in the park. I'll see you later, bat... girl. Because you're that, oh, bad. Okay. Is that an insult? I guess. Okay, well... That I, don't have, I don't have very progressive views on women. Oh, okay. I get it. But you're dumb and I'm leaving now. Goodbye. Wait, did you go to a Poison Ivy League school? Gun. <laughs> Ow. Get a run away. Chess. Next week, next week the penguin returns in his stand-up special. So, so I was in the supermarket and this old woman got fallen on by a fat man. <laughs> 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 it's true. People fall on people. <laughs> we now return to the catastrophe section. <laughs> so, uh, they get inside a whatchamajigger in... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Kunta Hancha. Kahuna. 
Kahuna, that's it. Yep. Uh, and their names are the focus grouped and battle tested. Oh God, the superhero names. names? Brain Boy, Bouncing Boy, Ooh. Cupid, Cupid Girl, because girls have to be obsessed with love from an early age, and Baby Courageous. Yep. I also find it very strange that the one, the one non-white baby just has the most stereotypical accent and is talking all sassy. And then also he just doesn't like matter in the movie. Oh yeah. Oh, can a baby, can a baby get a glass of water over here? Also, can a baby develop a fucking accent by the age of four? Fuck no. Oh yeah. And also uh spoiler alert. When John Voigt gets turned into a baby, he keeps his thick German accent. I mean, that's pretty great. And then he says, oh, no, I hate babies. I hate it. I hate babies. Oh, he won't be able to sip wine and throw it behind him. Oh, remember um, in the first in the first the flashback scene when he pulls out a cigar and then uh, Kahuna's like, those will kill you, you know, and he's like. Those will give you cavities, and he's like, "I still got my baby oh, teeth, yeah, bitch." The, it's just the, like uh, fuck you, the lollipop. Yeah, he pulls out a lollipop out of a cigar or a <laughs> cigarette container. You fucking douche. Also, what is with? Okay, hold on. Mm, there's a device in this movie that creates any car key by scanning it. Fuck you. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. He has a wrist thing, and it scans the car, and it's just, like, molding key, and then he just pulls out a key out of it, and he's like, it works. Fuck you. No. No. It'd be great if it just was actually just a key made out of mold. Great. Just green trash. Just... (laughs) Then Muggles the Frog would be like, finally. (laughs) I can escape. (laughs) Oh, boy. I don't... So, just Justin Chatwin is in this. For those yeah. that know, who plays Goku in Dragon Ball Evolution, and he's Steve and whatever his second name is in Shameless that I forget. Um, not Steve. Yeah, Steve and not Steve. Um, but his name is Zach in this, and he looks weird. Oh yeah, and he's got those fucking ugly. Uh, Almost frosted tip, spiked hair yeah. thing when he's outside flirting with What's-Her-Face who wants to go to homecoming, older sister. You know, a decent offshoot of adult son. Adult son! Oh, his other name is Jimmy. That's right. Jimmy, that's it. I was like, Jay, not Jack, I think. Apparently Jack is also a name for him. I don't remember. Oh, I think that's from... Anyway. It doesn't uh, matter. So, John Voight feels like his plan is coming apart. And then uh, Kahuna... It, this is the only movie that I've ever seen with a dramatic countdown from a villain that starts at 50... 55! 55! So, it's just John Voight for... Fucking ever just going like 32, 31, 30. Like, what are you, why this decision? 
Why would you count down from there? You fucking monster. <sighs> Did oh they God, just not? That bothered me so much. Was their script just like 60 pages and they just be, they just thought, I don't know, we could have him count down from 55 while we have the insert shots go while he drives Yeah, we have to wait there. until the babies actually get their plan done. So, uh... We don't have their plan written right now, and we got to shoot around Voight because he's got to be somewhere else. <coughs> yeah, also, this is when, like, Kahuna comes in in his rocket sled that turns into a helicopter fucking somehow. <laughs> Fuck rocket, you. Rocket Not to mention sl- he's a baby. <laughs> his yeah. rocket sled-a-copter. Yeah, I'll, his rocket sled-a-copter. Um... It turns into a helicopter, and then he goes and shoots a laser at his satellite dish that he had rewired to shoot back at him and kill a baby. That baby dies. Well, no, everyone else was seeing stars while he and he snatched him. To I wrote down the dialogue. He said, "You want to know how I did it?" And Kahuna says, "You altered the decoder box to reflect my laser beam right back at me." You snatched me while everybody was seeing stars. Uh, uh, yeah. You snatched me. Also, we have to. I have to note that John Voigt has one of the best statements of subtext and pretext as text, where he says, um, "I spent thirty million dollars and ten years of my life on this. So why is my most elaborate and important operation?" <laughs> In, in in danger of being brought down. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh my god. I, everyone everyone just feels sad. Like every actor in this movie is just like, ah, I gotta go to set today. God damn it. Like nobody's like, ah, I don't know. I'm gonna have fun with this. Fuck it. It's not good, but uh, whatever. I'm on screen. It's fun. I'm acting. Who cares? I everyone's. Know- what the Every- making of this movie was like, because you've got to imagine that the adult actors didn't spend that much time on set because the babies probably took up the majority the, of the budget and shooting time. The adult girl, well, the, the teenage girl did. She was on set a decent sum. Well, she deserves to get paid as much, if not more than John Voight. Uh, yeah, she didn't. I'm sure. Probably not. <laughs> but yeah, but no, totally. She, She's like the only non-baby through most of this movie. And all of her words are just like, sheesh, can you believe it? Babies that are smart. Like that's all of her lines almost. Oh, and also, I wanted to go to, on a date. <laughs> <laughs> Were my homecoming tickets behind my back laying it on a little thick? Okay, yeah. what, what's the name of the baby Archie or whatever who wants to train with Kahuna and he's like, I'm going to prove myself after knowing you for like 20 minutes. And then he says the worst line delivery and probably the only take that they got. He says, before you, before that, think of what you'll leave behind. Think of what you'll leave behind. behind. And then Archie says, what diaper rash? Get it? Cause he's a baby. And he says, no, the love of your parents. Yeah, woo. 
And then he's like, I've never be I sad story. Here's my Oh, also the fucking shitty framing device where where we learned the fucking you know the mystery that everyone wanted to hear where Kahuna got his powers. Not to mention, why is he named Kahuna? I don't his know. Parent- was German or something. Yeah, he's not Hawaiian. They were in Germany. Why did they name him after fucking Hawaiian stuff? What are you doing? Because it sounds like a boss name, Aaron. <sighs> it doesn't. That's I don't even think... That's not a name. That's a title. It sounds really tough, man. Sure. Oh, um... Also, so the babysitter girl, whatever her name is, got the disc with the 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 code or some bullshit on the, the evil. The, she CD. has the MacGuffin. The evil. She CD. has acquired the MacGuffin by knocking a table, and the disc fell into her the baby trolley, whatever that thing is. <laughs> she has the soundtrack for the movie. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's why they had to keep it away. The, the only <laughs> the only copy. We must destroy this. <laughs> this um, must never fall into the wrong hands. The general public. Yep. Oh man. So yeah. Um I don't even know. Oh yeah, and then there's like a big fight where they actually get their the four regular babies get their super baby powers and the the girl one shoots love darts at people and they're like I love you man I love you too and then they <laughs> fuck and make out <laughs> and then the bear joins in from and the then woods they just have sloppy fuck sex there's liquid shooting everywhere we don't know from where <laughs> <laughs> And then everyone became Spider-Man of the Cum Jungle. Uh, yes, the sp- Spider Tarzan of Cum Jungle. Oh, that's it. Excuse me, it's Spider-Man of Cocktown. <laughs> <laughs> it's very important, Cameron. I love the Greasy Strangler. Oh man, it's definitely an event. <laughs> I like oh, I like oily coffee. I'm going to dunk my whole dog. <laughs> sir, please stop doing that, sir. Sir, sir, I can't do that. Is this against health regulation? Well, I don't remember his name, his lines, but whatever. That'll be one, two, three bucks. Fucking, <laughs> oh, just weird. Anyway, wait, we've already... <laughs> And then he starts with the middle finger. We've talked about this. It's there's some great stuff in that movie. Yeah, there is. Um, <laughs> anyway, well, we could get back to it, but I guess you've been busy lately. I guess you've been busy, <laughs> big Ronnie. Big Ronnie. Um. So, so Kahuna they gets beat all captured. the bad guys. Yeah, Kahuna's captured, and he says, "Wow, if this man wants to conquer the world, what better way than television?" And also yeah, Justin Chatwin, who is like 14 years old or looks 14 years old, is yeah. dressed as a cop. <laughs> yep. Because everyone would just buy like a middle schooler being like, yeah, bro, my frosted tips make me look yeah, 35. Clearly he's, yeah, no, he went through the academy. 
the academy. He dropped out of elementary and went through the academy. (laughs) Yeah, he was part of the Backstreet Boys to Men program. Yep, Backstreet Boys to Men. Yeah, that (sighs) supergroup. Yeah. You know, the one with the boys. So this is just another example. So somewhere around the 1980s, they decided to just be like, you know, let's just make like mega corporations, the bad guys, like they're going to buy up a car wash or build a parking lot or, you know, take over the orphanage and the Blues Brothers. And so John Voight is, uh, Biscayne is saying, Oh, that was not my real plan. My real plan was to have the Ray go to everybody and they'll buy Biscayne products. Ha ha, I tricked you. Because the perils of capital accumulation and monopoly powers make a stilted economic formula and I'm going to make my cornering of it. Woo! And also, why are these babies not covered in their own shit? (coughs) Wait, well, hold on. What? What? Why are these babies not covered in their own shit? They don't change their diapers once. Well, that's... Yeah, that's true. Who's changing these babies' diapers? Okay, so maybe older sister changes them or kahuna at the other place when they're like, oh, we're in San Francisco. But all the other times, like, these babies are like... They are just shitting. Yeah, they are like a... An outhouse, like refractory with like the level of shit that is just pouring all over them. Like they, like, yes, they may be smart, but one is not able to change your own diaper unless. Yeah. Like it doesn't make any sense. If you're, yeah, your muscle control at that level is not enough to, uh, you know, take control of your monitor, your sphincter levels. Um, well, now that we've, Talked about the academic necessities and the medical terminology of yeah. sphincter control for infants. Sphincter levels. A catastrophe. Monitoring sphincter levels. That a new podcast like, on NPR. Yeah, it's just it's just a podcast about anal porn. Monitoring sphincter levels. Are you an 84-year-old man with type 2 diabetes and glaucoma? Well, we're going to measure this man's anal. Sphincter <laughs> this week on measuring your sphincter. <laughs> Monitoring your sphincter levels. That sounds like a product that you would buy for like an old incontinent man. Well, incontinence is pissing, but yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I live in Europe. That's the incontinent I live on. Great. I'm incontinent because I'm on an island. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking dumb as shit. Uh, Oh, uh, so other other than writing, why are babies not covered in their own shit? I said, why is, okay, okay, so Scott Baio, who does not know about baby talk, the bouncy baby gets the keys to his car and is in the driver's seat. And then he says, Hey kids, what are you doing? Even though you're babies. And I didn't know anything about babies like doing that because I've been trying to market because plot reasons. Like where is the line between there's talking babies and Oh yeah. I know about you guys. Yeah. Um, there, there isn't, I guess. And fuck you. Me. It's basically the that's the positive of the movie. 
Oh, 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 my, one of my favorite parts is when Kahuna is about to be, Kahuna Matata is about to be mm. locked up. What a wonderful. Hold on, hold on, Karen. We got to wallow in that joke. It was so good. We got to think about it and just appreciate it for a minute. It was so good. Mm. Well, all right, go ahead. Well, we just I have hope to you're have- proud of yourself. That was great. Well, we got to be sure that everyone knows that it was a joke. Intern? Yeah. Oh, that that's where you're supposed to say joke. Oh, well, I'm I'm an intern. I'm not the joke explainer. Sorry. Oh, no. The intern does joke and our joke explainer explains the joke. He doesn't do Oh, both. see nobody told me about you know, my, my responsibilities. I'll get right well, on it. Uh, do it or me. you're assigned to poetry do corner. Wanna, okay. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> set me up. Go ahead and set me up again. Uh, just as Kahuna Matata is about to get away. What a wonderful phrase. Joke. Thank you. Was that good? Was that yes, good? That was good. Okay. Thank you. Also, you're being moved to poetry corner. Oh, Damn. Anyway, uh, so he's about to get away. Uh, yep. he, they're like, take off his cuffs. And then he fights them all off. And then he gets into his yep. vehicle, which they just left on top of it. And yeah, some they didn't person break it or steal who, it. And someone Why wouldn't they just, no, hold on, hold on. Why would they not just break it? It is the size, like nobody can use it, but a baby and babies are their enemies. Why would they not just like smash it? Immediately, well, Aaron. You Why know, would the, they capture it? Aaron, you know, baby got that back. <laughs> well, I think that's about the show now. I don't think we can top that. Let's Wait, go. We're done. Where, where's We're our done. intern? <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's the end of the show. We're never doing another episode. We can't top that joke. <laughs> Joke's so good, we can't can't top it. <laughs> I hope you're proud of yourself, Cameron. <laughs> I fucking quit cinema. <laughs> oh shit. So yeah. Okay, so there is someone. So he beats up all the bad guys. There's no bad guys there cuz they're all Anymore, knocked yeah. out. And no one that we see, nor do we ever see or hear, he gets inside of his vehicle and this voice, this disembodied god-like deity from nowhere says, "Oh no." Oh, wait, not this. It says, all right, wise guy, how are you going to get off the roof now? <laughs> oh, it, yeah. Who says that? It turns on the rocket and flies away. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I did it. I got away. I did it. Um, Batman, we should team up. I'm Batman. Who are you? I'm Ray Romano. Want to see my stand-up special? I really, I'm not a comedy guy. All right, well, I'll leave tickets here for you. Well, no, I mean, like, what What do you want to team up on? You coming to my show? You just want me to come to your show as Batman? Robert, quick, rob him! Cause you're a robber. I get it. Cause it's my name. 
Raymond! Raymond, I stole, his, I stole his guns! Niles, now we rob them! Ha <laughs> ha! I don't, I, don't do, I don't know what Niles sounds like. <laughs> I'm Niles! I'm here now! Niles! Get his gun! Fraser, 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 Fraser. Fraser, 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 Fraser. We'll see you in season 12. Of what? Fraser. Okay. Cheers. Get it? I get it. Uh, no, I don't get it. <laughs> well, you will in season 12. Oh, no. Fra- he's going to get Fraser. me. Fraser. 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 But I hardly know her. <laughs> How? Okay. Now, this is going to be a weird Fraser rant. How come everyone wants to fuck Frasier? Uh, you've seen question. that show, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously you've seen it, but like literally every woman in that show, pretty much all of them, want to fuck Frasier. Some of it is... Some of it they justify pretty well in the show as it's fans just, of his, but... but Everyone that he goes on a date with, he's just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with all my options, Niles. But, like, literally every woman's just like, oh, swoon, radio psychiatrists. Like, no. I mean, it was the 90s. Right. So, Dr. Katz is better. But anyway. <laughs> well, um, it's, no- it's, it's I not. I just found that weird and should, have, should bring it up that everyone just loves fucking Frasier. I and think literally, having sh- sex with Frasier is just the Seattle pastime for women. They're just like, ah, oh, gotta get that Frasier cock. <laughs> did, did that radio voice blow your back out yet, Donna? Well, you better go get that taken care of. You better go hunt down that cock. <laughs> Wait, why does Donna sound like our very own host of Talking About Dongs? Talking About Dongs. Did somebody say Dongs? I did. No. Okay, bye. Oh, all right. So we're not. All right. We'll we'll see you next week. Yeah. Um. So then they beat the bad guys, and then it oh, ends. Oh no! I, now I want to go on a rant about Californication okay. because that was my problem with that show. Is that every age group, demographic, or whatever? David Duchovny trips over his dick in front of them, and they're just like, "Yep, yep." Yeah. Oh, swoon. Like, yeah, that's true. 40-something button-down tortured writer drop. Yep, sploosh. (laughs) The dam's breaking in my panties. Mm -hmm. Oops, is this a comedy starring Jim (laughs) Busploochy? Great, yep. Jim (laughs) Busploochy. All right. Do you have as many orgasms as Orgasm Sandler? Orgasm Sandler. All well, right. Okay. Well, I've had a ridiculous six in the last few days. <laughs> I've had a ridiculous six at Orgasm Sandler's. All right. Well. Jack and Jill went up uh, my butt <laughs> to catch a butt plug of water. 51st comes. (laughs) 51st dates, which I fit into my cockle. Oh, like the fruit? 
Well, no, it's like on Shameless where William H. Macy is El Kenyon because he can fit like. Oh, God. <laughs> Just so many drugs in his ass. Yep. Yep. That show's great. All right. Super Baby's Baby Geniuses too. Yeah, yeah. So um, the bad guy, John Voight, comes into the baby lair. I guess that's the name. Whatever. With a bunch of guys. And he says some, he babbles some bullshit about D-Day and being in single file. Which means nothing because the, all the henchmen just walk in and start fighting children. I feel like this, whoever wrote the screenplay, if you could call it that, confuses the Germans of the 60s with the Germans of World War II. Yeah, they're not the same. Oh, by the way, the person we can blame for this is Gregory Poppin. Oh, I he was going to say uh, Bob Clark's motorcycle. Uh, yeah, for not killing him fast enough. All right. <laughs> yep. Fair enough, I guess. <laughs> Wouldn't take a baby genius to figure that one out. Great. Ah, Gatsby. Gatsby. Oh, and we. Oh, also when Bounce Baby starts bouncing, <sighs> there's an ADR line from John Voight that says, "Oh no, this is the worst news yet." <laughs> I missed that. This is the worst move yet. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. Uh, and also, Biscayne is Kahuna's brother because, woohoo. Because of backstory bullshit that nobody gives a fuck. And then about. a bear came out of the woods and they fucked him. All right. The, uh, and then he got <laughs> fucked by a bear that stumbled out of the woods and was just like, mm, man pussy. In my bussy. Yeah, you want to put it in my bussy. <laughs> my, my boy pussy. <laughs> For those that don't know, people in the gay male community call their buttholes boy pussies occasionally. I'm sure some of them do. Some of I them doubt. do. Yeah, I was about to say, it's not like everybody's just running around talking about their boy... Man, I, I took a really big shit and my boy pussy hurt. Like, I doubt... <laughs> People in the gay community are just like, man, my boy pussy. I sat on my boy pussy all day. <laughs> man, I've got to go down to fifth and catch the pussy all the way to Main Street. <laughs> right. But the way you said it was just like every single gay man. Like, <laughs> like no, I'm, I'm pretty sure that a lot no, of people some, don't call some it that. In, inside of okay. that. Place. I would like um, it to just be used... For just anything. Like, just say it more to make people very uncomfortable because it's funny to me. <laughs> just just talk about your asshole always. So, yes. yes. That's my advice to, I don't know, everyone. All right. Uh, anything else on <laughs> no. Super Babies? Oh, yes. Um... Uh, John Voight successfully uploads his bad boy points onto the satellite or some bullshit, whatever magic evilness he did. And then they beat him up and they steal his lunch money and then turn him into a baby. <laughs> and then, <laughs> that and was then, the order of operations in high school for me too when getting yep. beat up. Yep. And then um, they're just like, 
We can't take it down somehow, but we can replace the bad propaganda with good propaganda. So they make every single child in the world go play tag at the same time. And we learn this because in the closing scene, there is a news broadcast that says all around the world, children everywhere all are now going outside. Statues crumble for me. Sorry, I couldn't help Who it. knows how long we've been playing tag. Yep. I could all use some wild. What about when there's one on the fly? Fly, fly, fly. Where the guns run by? Sure. Um, no, because DJ Homicide ruins that song. I don't remember the song at all. Anyway, I just remember all around the world. Um, and the statues part. Anyway, um, yeah. Oh, the so the basically the the bad program is meant to reduce free will among babies because they have so much of it being babies. <laughs> You know, yeah. So then they're just like, what if we make it turn up free will? And then like, they just like go like, fuck yeah. And then they do it. So (laughs) wait, wasn't there something about Biscayne products or something? I don't remember. And nor do I care. It's called, it's baby geniuses too. I'm not that worried about it. Oh, well. We'll if we some got some plot stuff e- wrong, it's not like people are going to be like, you guys got the thing wrong. Like, I don't think anyone fucking gives a shit that much. So, all right. Well, exactly if you're thinking worried. about if you're a VC or someone who's looking to start up your own cyber company, definitely take a page out of this movie's book and uh, have it started at a daycare. Yeah, sure. Also, right. um, Marvel or DC, if you want to get a gritty reboot going to something, I want to see these babies kill people and fuck. Just because right. it'd be the weirdest movie. I'd watch it. Yeah, I totally. Like, Superman versus baby geniuses. Let's do it. Let's make Sold. it. Sold. That Just, would be the best. Justice League v. baby geniuses. Yeah. Justice League would stand no chance. <laughs> Avengers Age of Baby Geniuses 3. <laughs> yep. And then the every baby, they have to f- punch every single baby in the <laughs> face. No, and, and then there's like the director's commentary with Joss Whedon that's just like, and here we really wanted to go for the human impact of Captain America using a shield to deflect <laughs> the baby onslaught. And here you can see Vision and um, Hawkeye really struggling with, you know, using their powers on the baby onslaught as well. Then over here you can see Batman this. punching baby after baby after baby. He's not we an You can Avenger, really tell but... his ruthless nature by the way he punches these babies straight in the head. And uh, Wolverine, he's just, you know, kind of cutting through him like uh, Cheetos. Yep, cutting through him. Yep. Because Cheetos, you cut through him. Am I right? Wait, hold on. Why do you cut through Cheetos? Because you're Wolverine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. Wolverine, he cuts through Cheetos. So <laughs> does Wolverine use bugles to pretend he has claws like everyone else does? Because uh, I think he would. Sure. Okay, that's a dumb question, but I I like it. All right, so let's move on to our verdicts. Anything else that you wanted to add about the movie, Aaron? <laughs> no, there's nothing left. All right, well, uh, that was also the alternate title to this movie. 
<laughs> yep. There's nothing left. There's, no, there's nothing left. There's no more screenplays to make. No more movies to make. Let's just do this again. My kid drew a picture. What if a guy wanted to stream things into a daycare? That's all I yep. got. They're like $500,000. <laughs> all right. So, um, Aaron, does this belong in the catastrophe section? I'm kind of leaning towards no, honestly. Really? I'm leaning towards yes. Yeah, I know you are. It's, I don't know. It was a hard watch for me. It was kind of a hard watch, but there's like enough parts. It's it's so lazy. That's true. And and focus grouped and just uh, like it's such a Frankenstein corpse of a movie in general because it's so clear that they spent the majority of their time stapling together whatever baby footage they could get. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. I'm, I'll just abstain then so it'll be because i don't want to say yes because i don't think it deserves a yes okay well if there's like a if there's like a 30 minute version like a cut down version without which there never will be i doubt anyone will spend hours of their lives cutting down a version of baby geniuses too well if you want to do that dear listeners yeah go for it fucking have fun okay because you won't so, <laughs> it has been inducted. Pachunk, gavel, gavel, yeah, gavel, gavel. Yep. Uh, it's like, so it's like Judge Judge Turkey, gavel, gavel. Yep, Aaron. Great. That was a joke, I guess. How yeah. many? Uh, it has a certain percentage on Rotten Tomatoes. What is the percentage? Uh, it's the vaunted zero. Is it not? Yes, it is. Yeah, zero. Zero fresh, forty-five rotten. Uh, Subtitle reads, America's favorite talking babies are back, I guess. The I guess part is me. Um, Consensus reads, a startling lack of taste pervades Super Babies, a sequel offering for the proof that bad jokes still aren't funny when coming from the mouth of babes. What's the audience score? Um, I can't imagine it's that high. 15? 20. So okay. average of two out of five based on roughly 7,000. So yeah, they didn't like this movie. And now we go over to Metacritic that, you know, has some really good, you know, things. Does it have uh, any 10, 10, 10 out of 10 reviews? It has that aren't just goofs. It has 15 of them, but I want to read some of the twos and ones. This one's my favorite. Jack M gives it two out of uh, 10 and says, if you didn't like this movie, why the fuck did you go see a movie called Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2? If you saw one, then you should have stayed home and had sex with your toaster. (laughs) All right. Connor L writes zero out of 10. I went to see this movie with my two-year-old son. He started bawling his eyes out after 13 minutes. Shouting, I hate this movie. I want to leave now. All in all, a genuine piece of crap. It's like Scooby-Doo <laughs> having sex with Velma and Shaggy, for Christ's sakes. Oh, Epic Lady Sponge writes, one out of ten. If you think fart jokes are funny, you should get a medical doctor and tell him to fix your brain and mind apart from whatever made you laugh during this movie. <laughs> There's really not that many fart jokes in this. No, there really aren't. I like that you said that, that you were sad about it. 
No, I wanted more fart jokes in this movie. There wasn't enough. We needed more. <laughs> Sad fart. Yep. I love that there's 79 negative, 15 positive, and two mixed reviews. Two mixed? Who was un... All right. Let's well, get a nine on Metacritic, so... Good. I'm oh, glad. There's two that are just like, it's like unbelievably thought-provoking. My philosophical film committee all agreed that this will become a fast classic. <laughs> no other film comments so deeply on the existential nature of human childhood. Indeed, everything from the poorly designed puppets to the out-of-sync lip movements proclaims, your life is special, <laughs> live it to the fullest. <laughs> I will pay $53 million to fund a sequel if possible. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so this movie was nominated for some Razzies. Aaron, what were the categories that it was nominated for? Oh, geez. Worst sequel or remake. Definitely nominated for that, at least. Mm, no. Really? That really? maybe did that category not exist back then? No, it did. It just wasn't nominated for it. That makes no sense. It should be. It's a sequel or remake. All right. Um, worst excuse for family comedy is one they always have, and usually is one. No, it's surprisingly not here. This was two thousand five, so I don't know how often they have that one. Okay. Um, worst ensemble. Worst actor for John Voight, probably. Yep, that's definitely on there. Um, worst screenplay. Yes. And director, probably. Yes. Okay. And worst picture. Okay. Well, yep. best director, it says in really small print, it says Bob Clark dot, 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 and his motorcycle. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, and also, uh, it's worth mentioning the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards in 2004 mm -hmm. all, also nominated it for some awards at... Most painfully unfunny comedy, worst fake accent for John Voight, least special special effects, uh, <laughs> worst sense of direction, stop them before they direct again for Bob Clark and his motorcycle thankfully did. Um, oh, uh, Aaron, how much money did this movie cost to make? Well, it sure looked cheap as shit, so fuck, I don't know. 30? 30 million? 35? It cost 20. How much did it make? Oh, God. Only 20? Really? Yep. Shit. Um, I wanted, I want this to have failed, so two. It grossed nine, like roughly $9,220,000 oh. domestically and about 230k overseas much. for roughly... Nine nine million four hundred fifty k roughly. Okay then. So yeah, didn't make its money back. That's great. Thank God. And interestingly, the Triumph Films, which is a division of Sony Pictures Entertainment, which is geared yeah. mainly to direct to video and theater releases and distribution. Excuse me. Also released such. Wonderful titles 
such as Jersey Girl. All right. Uh, Robot Jocks, J-O-X. Oh, no, that movie is amazing. Robot Jocks is a fucking They also treat. distributed Ghosts Can't Do It. Ooh. That's pretty much the ones that I see here. Bob Clark also directed Porky's, Porky's to the Next Day, A Christmas Story. Yep. Okay. Um, Black Christmas, the original. Uh, it runs in the family from the hip. Baby geniuses. I'll remember April, the karate dog. And Ooh, Super Baby's Baby dog. Geniuses too. Yeah, that's actually one that we should probably do because it's a yeah, dog probably. karate. And the screenplay for Karate Dog, also written by Gregory Poppin and Stephen Paul, who wrote the oh, Super Baby's 2 screenplay. So you know it's going to be great. Okay, so Gregory Poppin. <laughs> What's Poppin, Gregory? I'm done He's now. He's a Poppin, bruv. He wrote... Some are such. you British now? Sure, fuck it. All right. So he wrote The Million Dollar Kid, Behind Enemy Lines, Eagles versus Giants. I assume that's a football thing. Uh, Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Uh Uh-huh. Go ahead. Holy shit. What? There is a live-action sequel series with John Voight. That is a follow-up to Baby Geniuses. Oh, good. I'm I'm glad. Uh, let's see. So they are... Oh, my God. You're right. There's two more, at least. Yup. Oh the Super God, Baby Cinematic Universe. There's four of these fucking things. <laughs> oh, okay. So that makes sense. The series and movies follow the Baby Squad investigators. Oh, good. Oh, and he plays a different villain because they really just wanted to keep John Voight who would work for anything. Yeah. Yeah, in 2011, original series, it aired first in Italy and the Far East. Blocks of oh four episodes are released. Titles include Baby Geniuses and the Mystery of the Crown Jewels. Direct to DVD. Uh, Baby Geniuses and the Treasures of Egypt. Direct Great. to DVD. Baby Geniuses and the Space Baby, direct to DVD. What? Oh my God. Okay, and his pal Stephen Paul has produced. Uh, he's a producer and a writer. So he has produced such things as I'm looking for familiar ones The Karate Dog, Super Baby's Baby Geniuses 2, Ghost Rider, but I hardly know her, Brat. Oh, God, Bratz. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Great. Uh, the direct-to-DVD Baby Geniuses movies. Perfect. Uh, and this upcoming film in 2018 called Dr. Jekyll Better Hide. Please be part of the Dark Universe. Fuck you. And he Fuck has you writ- for that title. That he title has written, sucks dicks. He has written um, Slapstick of Another Kind, Eternity... And my favorite title from his, uh, The Princess and the Barrio Boy. Okay. Ooh, and in 2015, he wrote the story for a movie called A Christmas Eve Miracle, also known in the catastrophe section as The Fuckhole Miracle. Fuckhole Miracle, yep. 
Okay, so that's all of that. But first, I should tell you a little bit about our friend Scott Bayo, who is okay. a right-wing extreme person who supported the presidency of Donald Trump. Yes, we are partisan here, so fuck you if you aren't. Um, basically, yep. he was... So his political views are as such. Uh, he campaigned for Ronald Reagan back in the day. Uh, well, already. He... In 2004, he was quoted in the New York Daily News as saying, President Reagan made me feel proud to be an American. Today, I feel sadness. He endorsed Mitt Romney in 2012, Trump in 2016, and he was one of the only celebrities to speak at the opening night of the 2016 RNC. Uh, ooh, in an interview with Ashley Webster, he described President Obama as either dumb, a Muslim, or a Muslim sympathizer, and I don't think he's dumb. Well... All right. <laughs> this is one of my favorites. Uh, on August 26th of this year, 2017, he retweeted a Sandy Hook truther. For those that don't oh, know, great. that's an Alex Jones, uh, the Infowars guy who says that the kids in Sandy Hook who were dead were paid actors to by the left to uh, make it so that legislation for gun control could pass. It didn't. And he also says that the recent death of Heather Heyer in Charlottesville, Virginia, was a hoax. Ooh, and yeah, also so basically a nut job. And on December fifteenth, twenty sixteen, Bayo accused Nancy Mack, wife of Chad Smith, who is the drummer for the Red Hot Chili Peppers, of physically assaulting him at their children's elementary school function. Bayo claims Mac began berating him and cursing him over his support of Trump and at one point attacked him, grabbing him under his arms and then shaking and pushing him. Mac said she was merely trying to show Bayo how Trump hugs women and denies any intentional physical aggression. Yep. But yeah, fuck him. Uh, yeah, fair enough. So uh, let's move on to our final segment. What's on our radar this week? Aaron, what's on your radar this week? Uh, found a new band. I don't know. I don't, well, I don't think I've, I've talked about them, but are they Agent called Fresco new band? Yes, sure. No, Agent Fresco is an Icelandic, uh, prog metal band. They're super fucking good. They have an incredible drummer and they're fucking great. So go listen to them. Their album Disterier. I don't know how to say that, but you'll see it. If you look them up, it's fucking great. And I can't stop listening to the whole damn thing and it's great and watch it. That all? And by watch, I mean listen, because it's music, and I don't know why I said watch. Uh, so, my, uh, 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 I saw Mother today, hated it, filled with biblical stuff, don't like it, but if you like that, I don't like it, I don't like what they're doing, go see it, if you like that stuff, it's very heavy-handed, it's very much a singular artistic vision for Aronofsky, I just wish that he would stop going to the Bible well. Because he did that with Noah, didn't see that, don't care to see it, bludgeoned over the head with that culturally on a day-to-day -day basis, don't want none, um, nor does my anaconda. Uh, and also, I've been watching Big Little Lies, it's the HBO miniseries that just picked up Best Limited Series last week at the Emmys, so uh, check that out. Shout out to Donald Glover for winning for writing uh, for Atlanta, which is my favorite new comedy series of last year, so watch that too on FX. Now? It is super good. Yeah. Oh, I, him, Lakeith Stanfield and Brian Tyree Henry are probably members of my the best ensemble right now <laughs> of comedy. So the new season of that comes 
next year. Supposedly, he's directing all the episodes, and he's got them all written, so check that out. Um, Aaron, guess what I'm choosing for us to review next time? Yeah, before Geostorm? Yup. Oh, God. It Go. stars your favorite stand-up comedian. If it... Okay. Go ahead. The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Okay, fair enough. I thought you were going to choose a... Uh... Uh, Larry the Cable Guy movie, but uh, you know we've been there. Okay, let's. Do All it. right. Oh God. I mean, I said we were, and then sequel September crept up and had to do that. It crapped up. Yeah, it crapped up because fart jokes are funny, and then a bear came out and fucked it. <laughs> and then a callbacks. fat guy fell down. And then a fat guy fell down on an old woman who said, whoa, and then swore and said the fuck word. It was real funny. Because old people saying funny things is funny. And then and then the fat guy shat his pants while on top of the old lady and she because, died. Because that's funny when people Because it's funny poop. when people shit on other people. Because he's fat and his poop is probably worse. Or something. Wait, worse how? <laughs> I don't know. Just <laughs> worse to be pooped on by? I don't know. Is it really a competition? <laughs> I don't. Sure, we, we can start a a the po- world poo competition. <laughs> the I don't know viscosity. I can't tell if it's Coke or Pepsi? Seven Pepsi or Coke. But if you shot on me, I'd be able to tell you more. <laughs> Wait, what what was that one that we came up with that was a shit phone booth, shit booth or whatever, where you fill it all the way to the top? Otherwise, you have to drink it. I don't remember. Something like that. No, you drown in it. You die. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Something like that. He's winning. Four feet. Five feet. Going all the way to the top. It's called Shit the Floor. That's what it was called. Right. Shit the Floor. All right. Yep. Good. Anyway, so Ford Fairlane, we should try to get a guest of some sort, like pseudo Aaron or something. Yes. Um, Yeah. Well, that's all we got for this week. We will see you later for October's offerings of Geostorm. Uh, oh my god, dude, I am so excited for Geostorm. Ford Fairlane and then probably some post Halloween spooky thingy for November the first of November. Yeah, um we'll find so oh yeah, we were gonna do Little Vampire. That's right. Oh yeah. I was hoping we were gonna forget. do that. Oh boy. Scouts. I mean probably we might find something else that we're more interested in at the time, so you know. Probably whatever. that's that's our our in case of emergency break glass. Movie break Halloween. No, in case of emergency, break self. Break self. Yep. Yep. Because that's what it'll do. All right, cool. So, oh, no. This is the worst thing yet. Oh, it's the worst move yet. <laughs> All right. Uh, outro. 
They're a baby and they are so one baby, baby, baby. They're a pile of babies. Baby. They poop a so lot. Also, they want to fuck, baby. I guess. Super babies. They super have a sex wanting to be had. And they're small and they're babies and they have superpowers. And the lady one wants to fuck the 78-year-old one. But that one is still in a baby body, so it might be okay. But it isn't. If Tim Allen were a baby, would he go, oh, wah, 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 Yep. All right. Well, that's it. <laughs> this could use some home improvement. Like my butthole. <laughs>